1: Hello everyone. This is Eden and Kim here. With hi. Talk Purpose, Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. Um, hi, Kim. Hi. We're back, we're back on Zoom again. From home. <laughs> From home. Yeah. We're doing it uh, the best we can. Um, so we're here with a special guest today. We're excited. This is, this is um, special for Kim and I, and we'll tell you why in, in a few minutes. Uh, <laughs> but right now, I'm just going to introduce her. So this is Sheena Shea, and she is – uh-oh. Okay, there we go. So she is our, a TV personality. She's a podcast host, and she is a reality star. And she is from Vanderpump Rules. I'm sure lots of you out there know who she is. But Kim and I have a special thing that, you know, that we love, we love the show, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So we yeah, we're so excited to have you, Aww. Sheena. And um and Eden and I, it's funny because we, you know, on all our this is like our 50th episode and we often get very deep and go into like You know channeling and intuition and healing and so people go oh are you guys always just like that and we're like no we love reality shows yeah (laughs) we love our reality shows and our favorite in the top top favorite shows is Vanderpump Rules and we both have been watching it from the very beginning and My husband happens to be here because we're home, and him and I have watched, I think seriously we've watched every episode from the very beginning, so I made him come over here so he can tell this funny story. So, okay, so my husband, I'm so blessed, he doesn't watch sports.
3: Um, Oh, wow, you're so, yeah, yeah, I love sports. Yeah,
2: okay. I I mean, I'll I'll watch sports here and there, but he doesn't obsess over sports. He'd rather watch concerts or music or reality shows. Love uh, that. And so there was this one time that his friends were discussing who's going to win the Super Bowl. So I'm going to let him tell the quick story. This is okay. Ed, and all you listeners know from Edwin and Eric being on two of our episodes, two of our most popular episodes, our husbands. Um, so now Edwin's back just to tell you a little little tidbit. Awesome.
4: All right. Where do I look?
3: Okay. Right Hi.
4: Hey, uh, hi, Eden. Hi, Sheena. How are you? Yep.
3: Good. How are you? <laughs> this, is
4: like front, this is like one of these stories, you know, I was h- hanging out with um, a lot of friends and, you know, the, you know, it, I think it was around it was, um, Super Bowl uh, uh, 2012 or something like that. It was a while ago. Okay. And it was Green Bay Packers and and uh, the 49ers. Uh-huh. And so they, they did like a, you know, a round table, like, who's going to win the Super Bowl? And it went, um, you know, Green Bay Packers, somebody said, uh, you know, oh, well, I'm going to do the 49ers, 49 Then it came to me and, you know, all eyes on me and I said, do you think that uh, 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 Stassi and Jax are going to get back together? <laughs> <laughs> they, they looked at me with such disgust and contempt, like, what are you even talking about? I go, Vanderpump rule, guys. Is, isn't that what we're talking about? <laughs> uh, it, it was just, you know, one of these stories. But my wife here loved the story, so she oh wanted to share it with you, so anyway. I love that
3: because I also am a sports fan. So I'm like, wait, what Super Bowl was this? Was I at it? <laughs> it had to be after. after that because the show
2: wasn't even on there. It aired in
3: 2013. Okay,
4: so it must yeah, have been about. Well, all right, Jackson Stassi were together, so it must have been. Th- it 13 was probably or
3: so. The first episode ever aired January 7, 2013. So Super Bowl was probably three, four weeks after that.
4: Probably okay, yeah. so. You know uh, <laughs> so, anyways, pleasure meeting you. I'll let you guys nice get on to, to your meet show. meet you. Too. All right, have a good one. Bye-bye. Thanks you as
2: well. <laughs> <laughs> oh cute.
1: That's so
4: funny. So I, I love that.
2: I love it. The part that I love is that he didn't give a crap. He just was like, All right, I'm gonna own it. Like and all these guys are just silent. Like <laughs> what? He's not like Like not like all of us.
3: Hey, you real know? men watch Bravo. Oh, There's shirts that they make. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Anyways, okay, well, to get on with some questions, okay, Okay. so, Sheena, how did you start out on Vanderpump Rules, and what has it been like through the years?
3: So, I was working at Villa Blanca at the time, and it was before Housewives, before anything. I was in the press more than Lisa Vanderpump. No one knew who she was. Then, there was rumors at Villa Blanca that one of her waitresses was like in tabloids the kitchen staff was passing these magazines around with photos of me so it's known that there was this affair i did not know this man was married i did not know anything about that but this is a story that's public and now being passed around her restaurant fast forward about a year she's now on housewives they're getting ready to film their second season they were talking about how there's always so much drama, at Lisa's restaurants, when she's filming Housewives, would she ever think about, like, you know, doing a show about her staff? And I'm one of the first people, as well as Tom Sandoval, who she wanted to bring over to Sir from Villa Blanca because Sandoval's girlfriend was working there. The drama was at Sir. It was more fun at Sir. just It made more sense to do a show at Sir than Villa Blanca. And my first day that I'm working at SIR, they're filming the season two finale of Real Housewives. And Brandy Glanville is there, <laughs> the woman whose husband I had an affair with when I didn't know he was married. Oh, and I'm trying yeah. to serve goat cheese balls. And I'm walking around with a tray and then I see <laughs> her. And I know her from the tabloids that I was also in. And I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, I, I got to get out of here. Like, I cannot, like, be here right now. And then Stassi hears what's going on and was like, oh, you're a home-wrecking whore. This and, that. and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, what a coincidence. L.A. is so small. And then I remembered that day at Villa Blanca when my magazine was being passed around. I'm like, you guys knew. It. You knew that there was this connection. You knew that I could get caught on Housewives. I'm someone who wants to be an actress, I want to be famous. So like, it was just it was so easy to move me over and to just blend in the story and to use this, you know, unfortunate event in my life to make a TV show out of it. But it worked. I'm so thankful for it. I did not want to do it. But I was told that, you know, we were starting a show about people working in the service industry, trying to make it in the entertainment industry. And Mm -hmm. although our show is nothing like that eight years later, it did start out that way. And that's what sold me on it. So I was just like, okay, a a fair aside, like this is going to be a great opportunity for all of us. And I absolutely would have regretted not doing it. There's many things that I maybe. I don't want to say I ever live with regrets. Like, I mean, I could regret all of season six in Rob. <laughs> um, you know, oh, the Rob of, one. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, but I'm like, you know, there's a lot of things I wish weren't televised publicly, but it also has shaped who I am today. And I think a lot of my cringe worthy storylines have been relatable to the average woman out there. So I'm, I'm glad to put it all out there. And at the end of the day, I mean... I'm happy, I'm healthy. I surround myself with a lot of amazing people. And yeah, I I, I, I want to say I wouldn't have it any other way, but I would because I would not I would like to not be at the restaurant, but to still be on the show like everyone else. Yeah, yeah, I I'm I'm still there for now. But after Eden and I's conversation this morning, I have been talking about it for a while that you know, if there is a season nine which I'm sure there will be. I'm sure, you know, I, I, I will still be at Sir because I if you don't have me, you don't have the new cast bridging with the old cast. And mm-hmm. so I know that I'm a very integral part to Sir and it's important that I stay there, but I need to just put my foot down. I feel like if there's another season and be like, look, Lisa, I've worked for you for a, over a decade now. I, I'm 35 years old. I own a home. I have businesses. Like, you you know you don't need me here waiting tables for this. So, yeah. like, how about you give me more responsibility? You make me a manager. You make me a partner. Right. You give me something with more respect than low-key a fake waitress at this point. So, that is right. something I, I will be saying next season. And if they don't agree with that, then... You know what, maybe my time on the show is coming to an end. But I I just refuse to be the only person still giving a hundred percent and not receiving really anything other than a shit edit of a one-dimensional person that I'm not.
5: Mm.
1: Wow. We're getting the truth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
3: gonna, a I'm gonna get a long phone long call long. after this. They're gonna be like, You're fired. We'll make your decision. Oh no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I think uh, I think it split. was still I think it was tactful the way you just said it. So it was just like For an sure. empowering. Monologue. I like
3: I love Sir. I love that restaurant. I love the people. I love the food. I love the ambiance. I love the music. I love the location. I love everything about it. Guillermo and Natalie are I think more hands on with Sir specifically than Ken and Lisa necessarily. And I I think it's the best restaurant I've ever worked at. And I've been at a restaurant since I was 16 years old. I, I love everything about that place. And I don't want to quit and be like, well, fuck you. Because, you know, like I want a different storyline because I still love going in there and appreciate every single fan I get to meet because it's like, yeah, the new people are all working there full time. But all of us, like we pop in and out when we need to. I'll host an event there. I'll dance on the bar. You know, I'll run a couple drinks. But at the end of the day, like I just like going there and being able to interact with people. So if I could still do that, be a part of the show, but not, it's like our viewers aren't stupid. They know we all have bought houses. We don't actually wait tables there five days a week anymore. Yeah. So stop insulting the audience, give them the truth. And yeah. look, I'm, I'm down to manage that restaurant. I'm down to invest some money in that restaurant. I believe in this place, but I'm not down to be a 35-year-old half-assed fake waitress. Right. And
2: I think they need to, I think that it would be good to empower you, you on the show and show you in that role of being more of a leader and a manager and show you stepping up and going, you know what? I have found my mojo yeah. and I'm getting empowered and that would be such a great example to other women
3: exactly and then when I make the new girl polish glasses it's because that literally is my job as your manager to tell you to do my <laughs> good work but <laughs> right. yeah, I mean, you don't have
1: to do it in a mean way right no not at all
3: <laughs> and that I mean here's the thing too that was beyond out of character for me yeah. I had like sweaty palms my heart was racing I'm like oh I can't be mean I can't be mean but they're like Sheena come on come. and I'm like fuck okay, it, we're filming a television show, whatever. I'll be the Stasi of Sir for this. Like, uh, I mean, I had fun with it, but I apologized so shortly after, but it was like, but that's the thing where it's like, we don't fake things for the show, but did I exaggerate the side work a little bit for entertainment value? Sure, she didn't need to dust the shelves after she polished the glasses. I just did that to be a bitch. But it was funny, I got shit for it. I apologize, we moved on from it. But also, you know, if I am in a managerial role, then I can just, you know, designate the side work because that's my job and it's your job to listen to me. Okay. Good,
1: so. Good with that. So, yes. so you, you talked about you're playing the role, a certain role. So is it scripted? Is the show well, scripted?
3: No, when I, when I say that, I mean like they're, they're literally only showing this like one dimensional side of me. So I feel it's like my role on the show is to be the middle-aged as Brett called me desperate like single girl but I'm like that's not me it's like the role I'm playing but it's like no it's just the only part of myself that's being shown. The show is not scripted it's not fake we don't have lines to read I mean but it is produced and we do have call times and You know, it's like we're making a television show. We don't just have cameras popping up whenever. Like, it is a production. But I feel like my role on the show has been to be the cringy, desperate, lonely, like, sad single woman. And I felt like I almost accepted that. And I'm just like, I'm so much better than that. And there's so much more to me. And I've seen every episode of this season. I finally just, like, binged them all. You guys still have three more before you'll have reunion. But I was just like, I just need to watch it all and get it over with because, like, I cringe. I just, I'm like, does does everyone else's job make them feel this way inside? Because it doesn't give me yeah. the fuzzies. It gives me anxiety. It makes me cry. My heart races. I'm like I'm literally texting Max the entire time we're watching the episodes separately because we can't watch them together. And I'm like, oh my God. And I'm just like, why does my job make me feel this way? Like, it's, it's not okay. So no. Just, yeah. I that's just, such a good point. Yeah. You
1: bring, yeah. Such a good point because that's, that can be right there. An example of. How women or all people need to honor their voice and honor their truth. And even if they they have to hurt someone else, not intentionally, but they, they have to be honest with themselves and come out of that, like the denial space that they're in, which we talked yeah. about a little bit earlier because yeah. we did reading together.
3: Yeah, uh, that was so <laughs> incredible. I cannot wait for my mom to meet you and to do this with her because- Obviously, she's my mom. So every relative that comes through that's hers is also mine. But I would say, out of every reading I've had, 85% of the reading is like for my mom. And then Mm -hmm. there's like the 15% for me. I need to call my dad more and like, you know, believe in myself and all of the things you told me. But like, it's such a big part. But it's like, I wanted to talk about my mom's cousin who is missing. I was so happy that my godfather, his dad, came through right away and for all the things you said, like even my mom found on this map, which they're literally looking into right now. Okay. But when you said- Chandler. Chandler, yeah. This is where he went missing. And that's well, I can't, Chandler Lane. I can't,
2: wait, I can't, I can't see it. Say it out loud for the listeners. So, yeah, what does it say?
3: So right here on the map, there's a circle where my mom's cousin went missing. Okay. And then just not too far from there is a street called Chandler Lane. <laughs> oh my, oh my god. I just got chills. Yeah. So, Kim,
1: in the reading, that's one thing that I came up with. Yeah, tell me, remnants. tell me a little bit more about the
2: reading, you guys.
3: <laughs> so, immediately, my godfather came through. And every reading I've ever had, my grandma is first in line. She is right there, like, it just, she always comes through right away. Yeah. And this time it was a godfather and I'm like, okay, I mean, what's up Uncle Jack? Haven't heard from you in a long time. But, you know, it was is it a grandfather or is it a godfather? And it was very strong godfather and I'm like, okay, well the crazy thing is my godfather, my mom's cousin who is missing, that's his dad. So well, maybe it is my godfather and not my grandfather. And then the more we got into that, then there was the name Kenny that came up. And that's my mom's cousin, Phil, who is missing right now. His brother, Kenny, passed away a few years ago. And then what I also put together, I do have an Uncle Michael who passed, but Kenny's son, Michael, I was just with in London in February.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, so that could have been
3: just a validation of like, okay, Kenny, Michael. And my Uncle Bob was the biggest Vanderpump Rules fan. So even just that popping in for like a second, like Uncle Bob here, like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) That was so special and uh, yeah it was just it was it was really good because there's been a lot of things I feel like I used to be an extremely confident person and the last like three years after the divorce I felt like being with Rob I just I put him here and I was here he was just like on this like pedestal and I just like did everything For him, like, what can I do to make your life better and easier? And what do you need? And I I never put myself first. He never put myself first. I came, like, fourth. He had, like, business, family, dog, business, family, Sheena. And it was just, like, but I accepted that because I thought, you know, like, well, this is okay. Like, I'm with a man. Like, oh, my God. And until dating Brock, I'm like, no, this is a man. That was a grown-up boy. (laughs) Like that, that was just a slightly more grown up Shay because he was older, but so uh, you're, you're almost 40 years old and you still never shit together. Like he's never even lived with a girl. And I'm like, there was a lot of red flags there with him, but I just was like so desperate for this relationship to work after yeah. a divorce. And I felt like I really lost a lot of myself in that year. And then after we broke up, I got the opportunity to headline a show in Las Vegas and I moved out there. And the six months I was out there, Changed my life. I felt like I got my independence. I got my confidence back. Like just everything and then I come back to LA and Boom season seven and I was like, okay single Sheena. This is gonna be my year And then Adam was like I just I want to help you like I felt like Rob like ruined your character on the show And like I want to help you like I just like want to be there for you If you like you don't need a boyfriend like you have me and I was like you're right and then feelings got involved. We crossed the line. And then I just had another crazy, desperate-looking season. And it was just like, now I've had that just instilled in my brain so much that it's just like, you are crazy. You are desperate. You are annoying. You are this. And it's like, but I know I'm so much more than that. And it it really took me, I think, being in the right, not right relationship because I don't need – a man to be happy. I, I want Brock yeah. in my life. I don't need him. I mean, I feel like I need him now that I, he's here, but it's like, I want him in my life. I, I, I know if God forbid we went our separate ways, I know I'll be okay. I'll always be okay. But because he him. doesn't make you who you are. No, but right. he does make me the best version of who I am. And yeah. that's something that I've, I've never really had from anyone. I did. I do think with Shay, like, he tried to build me up as much as possible. And he really, he was an absolute angel. He was a really good person. He just had a lot of demons that for a lifelong partner weren't going to work out. But mm-hmm. I always feel bad because every time I'm like, no one I've ever been with. And I'm like, I just mean since the divorce, like post-divorce, like marriage is so different. But but um, I feel like now that I'm with Brock, he actually just like brings out this like confident side of me that I lost for a while. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I forgot what it's like to stand up for myself and to have a voice. Mm-hmm. And I just, mm-hmm. i that for so long, but I do feel like I've gotten that back. And I think that's a big thanks to him just for reminding me that like, I am a boss bitch and like, you know, a lot of people would kill to be in my shoes and I need to just appreciate where I'm at, take the hand that I've been dealt and do the best with it. And the hand that I've been dealt this season is that I'm boy crazy. So <laughs> what I've started is a line of beanies that say boy crazy that I'm to start uh, selling. <laughs> and for each beanie we sell, we're gonna donate a mask to those in need. My boyfriend has a company that makes a medical grade mask. So those in the beanies are currently being shipped to us. We're gonna get a photo shoot done. Get the website up, the Shopify account, and start selling those. That's you know, awesome. You know what? If you, if you want to paint me this way, the l- least I can do is capitalize on it and make some money.
2: Right. Well, and don't you think yeah. that, you know, I I have found that as humans, we sometimes have to behave, act, experience who we don't want to be to know that so that we can all the way become who we do want to be. Yes. And so it's never an accident. It's never a mistake. It's more like we need to be able to evaluate ourselves, see ourselves. I mean, I can look in the past and go, oh my God, like I look back, you know, maybe like 12 years ago and I go, was that even me? Like I can't even believe that was me. But then I'm grateful for it because it helped yeah. me to go, okay, now I know exactly what I don't want and I know who I really am and what I do want. And otherwise, how do we know? You yeah. know what I mean?
3: I mean just watching this season back and this goes back into our reading a little bit earlier like I just like watching the last few episodes I'm like like low-key like ashamed I'm just like oh my god Sheena you're so embarrassing like but it was like that's just who I was last year that was the place I was in I think I was trying to fill a void maybe with sex or partying or whatever. And I just wasn't putting myself first. I wasn't respecting myself. I like forgot what that was like. I'm like, what is self-respect? Like whatever, I'm doing a raunchy music video and I'll take my top off. I don't care. But then I'm like, have a little more respect for yourself. Like, come on. And like watching it back, I'm like, ugh, cringe, but entertaining. But like, let's not repeat that again. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. you
1: definitely can look back and learn and appreciate all the events that happened because then, you know, that's what makes you who you are and you find out what you like, what you don't like. So I guess, yeah, Kim said, you can really appreciate if you can come from that place, just appreciate everything that happened to get you where you are now.
3: Exactly. And that's why I'm like, I don't want to live with regrets. And like, oh, I regret having Brett in my music video. That low-key I do regret but it's a good storyline you guys are gonna see that play out next week and my music video will come out next week the song came out today but I'm just like you know what it, it was it was good for the show he he looks good in the video unfortunately and <laughs> now we can go our separate ways I was like I just needed to use you for that and now we're good but I'm like I just watching it back and even just listening to the lyrics of this song, but I'm like, you wrote it two years ago. You wrote it two years ago. Like, it's it's okay. It was like, it was, it's about Adam, but, um, Mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, it was just like, it was the end of 2018 when I wrote this song and it was like, right, oddly, right after my reading with Tyler Henry, and what wasn't shown on the show was he told me that he was like, when I was like, I want to know it, like love, health, like this and that, like kids, like tell me everything. And he was like, oh, okay. He's like, whoa, whoa. He's like, whoa on the love train. Like they're just saying like, <clears throat> like pause on that. He goes, this yeah. is not your time for love. He goes, and I know he's like, you're in a situation right now. He goes, I see it's about a six month period. And Adam and I dated for six months or dated whatever it was. And he was like, We're about in that right now. He's like, you need to just take it for what it is. If you can try and take steps back and like keep the friendship, like I would recommend, but did I listen? Of course not. I kept, I was like, but maybe he's wrong. Maybe he's wrong. He's Tyler Henry? Come he's on. Yeah. <laughs> nope, nope. Is he ever wrong? Nope, never. <laughs> I don't know. So here's how I, so I was just like in this place in my life when I had this reading, and then things with Adam start going south, and then boom, Max pops into my life. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Tyler Henry said, no love. He said, (laughs) specifically, focus on yourself and your fitness. That's where you're going to really like thrive right now. He's like, love. He's like, end of 2019, 2020. And here I am in September 2018. Like, that, what? Like, end of next year, 2020, that's so far away. And I'm like, no, you're wrong, you're wrong. So then Max pops into my life, but I'm like, "Ah, maybe he was right. But I'm like, here's this guy who is so obsessed with me. I don't want to push him away because a psychic told me it's not the right time. Let's just, let's see where things go. Five weeks later, blows up in my face. I'm like, okay, okay. Again, he was right. I should have listened, but I didn't. But then it's like then I hop back into this thing with Adam and I like I'm in the studio one day and I'm like, okay I just one more time, just one last time with him. And then I'm done. Like, just get it all out. Like just that one more time. We write this song, record it in two hours. But then I never released it. And then when we filmed next season, like last summer, I was like, oh, let's film a music video for the song I never released. And so we did. But it's like now that's just so far past in my life that like it's like listening back to it I'm like oh really like it's just a song about sex and but that's where I was at in my life and we've already done the video I'm still gonna put it out whatever right But, um, but yeah like that was one thing too though that reading really helped me because I was like the Adam thing ended in six months he was right he told me not to date I dated it didn't work out he was right so that kind of helped me after max, which I'm so thankful for him, like coming into my life at that exact moment. Cause it's what I needed to get just off Adams jock for a bit. And to also know, like, no, you need to be by yourself for a while. And so after that, then I, um, I also, he told me that he sees me having kids in an unconventional way. And I was like, like, like adoption, like, um, in vitro. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in vitro, maybe. And I was like, oh, I've been thinking about freezing my eggs for a couple of years now. He's like, you, you need to do that. Like, do that as soon as possible. So, I did that a couple months later. And for all of last year, it's like, yeah, of course, I dated a lot. I was single, but I just knew to just keep it for what it is. Like, you know, if it's a physical thing or whatever, but to just not get emotionally invested in anyone because it didn't feel like the right time and I think that helped me get through last season just I mean from what you're seeing right now with Brett it looks like I want him but I didn't I wanted to be his friend I wanted to replace Adam in my life as a friend I'm like I'm, I'm getting the physical outside of this I don't want that from you I just want my best friend back and I can't get him back too much damage has been done so I tried to replace Adam with Brett and we were very flirty with each other, but it was like, you don't see any of that. You only see me. And I'm like, but I never wanted you. Like I literally was so stuck that I'm like, end of 2019. If something feels right towards the end of 2019. Okay. But like this doesn't feel right now. And I, I had this conversation with Lisa. Did it air? Of course not. Why? show that Sheena has learned her lesson and grown. So I was like, no, I'm like, everyone's like pushing me on Brett. And I'm like, look, I'm down to flirt with them. Like he's good looking, he's tall, whatever. Like I'll flirt with him, but like, I don't want to date him. I don't want to sleep with him. I don't want to ruin another friendship. Like I really just like, I don't want that, but it's not interesting to you know tell the story that I've grown and learned lessons. So fast forward a couple more months, we're done filming. It's sept- end of September and I run into Brock and I'm still like, oh, it's okay it's coming to the end of 2019 but we're not really there yet so for a few weeks i pushed him away and then like mid-october i was like all right i'm just gonna give this a chance and then four weeks later i'm in australia and bali with him and i now you know i've, I've never been happier we've been together uh-huh. months. and tyler henry predicted it <laughs> he was right and so do so. you feel like he could be the one uh, yeah I mean I, I'm like look if this doesn't work out I'm meant to be alone because <laughs> it's it's never gonna be perfect with anyone there's right. you know obviously we have our differences him and I are both very strong outspoken personalities which I've never really been with I've usually been with more of the passive quiet guy and I kind of shine in that but now it's like it's a very competitive thing which I think i'm tr- I'm teaching him the lesson of like you don't always have to win. Like, I get it. You're you a professional athlete. Like, that's just in your, you know, in your blood, in your brain. But, like, I used to be a really competitive person, too. But the older I've gotten, I felt like I'm just like, you know what? Like, I, I don't have the energy to fight with you. So, like, sure, Saucy, you win. Lala, you win. But, it, like, what Brock's bringing back is, like, look, you don't always have to, like, necessarily win, but, like, fight for things. Like, he's like, you just give up so easily. And right. I, I never used to be like that. But now I'm just like, Oh, I'm too old for this. I'm over it. It's fine. You can yeah. have a spotlight, like whatever. But then I'm like, this isn't helping me. This isn't helping my career by just being so like, passive. So yeah. he's bringing that out of me. And I'm just like, I've never felt this way with someone before. I think I, I was definitely like in love with Shay. I wouldn't have married him if I wasn't. But I think I was more in love with like the idea of like marriage and kids with someone I went to high school with and what a cute story and how cute is my name. And like, it wasn't necessarily maybe all of the right reasons because there were a lot of red flags that I chose to ignore because of all the good things that I did see in him. And then that didn't work out. And it was a huge Mm -hmm. lesson to learn in life and also a big financial lesson to learn in divorce. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just, I don't, since him, I haven't really been with anyone who builds me up or supports me in the way that Brock does. He just is like my number one fan and just wants the best for me.
2: When did you, when did you turn 35?
3: Uh, I'll be 35 on Thursday.
2: Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Because I was gonna tell you. Okay. Happy early birthday. Thanks. I'm just aging um,
3: myself. Brock's been aging me since we met. He thinks oh, i am okay. been 35. And no, so the reason like,
2: I brought it up is because every, every seven years we go through a life shift. And so it's very common in the seven year shift that you either, it could be, you get married, you get divorced, you have a baby. Sometimes it's gigantic spiritual growth. There's all different things, a career change. But yours, it seems like, is, I feel like your 35 is usually a big one. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times that symbolizes you're stepping into a new level of a relationship, um, a new level of yourself, like your self-empowerment, self-realization. And then it lasts the next seven years. And so it that's cool. I didn't even uh-huh. realize it, yeah. that you're just stepping right into it. Yeah. And then he's turning 30
3: time. next month. so. He's, he's five years younger than me, but finally, like he'll be in his thirties at least. <laughs> <laughs> that's and not I'm, like, true. I'm in a house with three kids in their twenties. I'm just like, Oh, I'm like such the mom in this group. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, that's the, the, exactly where you're supposed to be.
3: Yeah. know that definitely.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm going to shift gears for a second. I just have to say Andy Cohen is, uh, one of our favorites too.
3: <laughs> the best oh my god I love him I did watch him. what happens live with him recently and I had um talked to him a little bit after like off air and I was just like oh I'm just so frustrated I'm so like one-dimensional on this show and he's like not to me Sheena he's like you've never been one-dimensional like I think you're uh-huh. great and just like you I'm like why can't you just like be an executive producer and like make every decision on our show because I feel like you would see a different side of me the side that he yeah. loves and sees but I mean he's a busy man so my yeah. storyline isn't priority but just knowing that like he has that faith in me and like he sees so much more potential that Good. means a lot cuz you know I may I may not work for Lisa forever but I would love to work with Bravo and Andy Cohen for you know yeah. a long maintain time. that relationship. Yeah, I yes.
2: see you. I could totally see you having your own show like a dating show or something like I could totally <laughs> see her doing that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. With, um. So yeah, he just seems very authentic and and genuine and real, and yeah. So that's why I I'm attracted to him. I just like. We're that, just, not we're that just way. shouting
2: out. Come on our show, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> come on our. Yeah,
1: or we can come on his show too.
3: I know <laughs> he. I need to get him on mine. Oh my god, I haven't even done that yet. Yeah. 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 Tell, so us,
2: you, tell us more about your show. Yeah, your podcast.
3: So I've been doing it for about two years now. It's been just very, like, um, just, like, a reality TV, entertainment, pop culture, lifestyle. It's just very relatable, like, a, a bunch of girl talk. You know, like, I'll, I'll interview people often, but then last night, my sister and I just sat on the floor in my den and did, like, a Q&A and just, like, talked about life, and I like just having that outlet to be able to put my voice out there unedited the way I want people to hear me every week. Uh So I love, and also I've got to meet so many cool people. Like it's such a great way to be able to hang out with someone in a professional setting to get a good interview, but then also possibly build a friendship. So it's a lot of of good (laughs) opportunities in that way. I love doing my podcast for that reason. And also just, So the fans do get to hear the full story because you get a very small edited version. And that's another reason why I really wanted to start my YouTube channel because you get to see a more overall picture of my life. If you really are a fan of me and you're invested in my life, then watch more than Vanderpump Rules because that's, that's not really me. I mean, it's, it's me, It, it was me last year, cringy and all, but like, there's just so much more to me than this. Yeah. And, uh, and I
1: think, yeah. And I think that's what the reading was talking about and what Kim just said about the next seven years. I think that's where you're headed for yeah. sure. Thank you. Yeah.
2: More authentic. So, so yeah. I have one more question. Um, I'm so curious cause I feel like you and Ariana were like BFFs and like, who are you the closest to now and who do you have anyone you're surprised by that you're close to or that um, turned on you or anything like that from the show?
3: Yeah. yeah. Ariana definitely, her and Tom are those are my ride or dies, like for life. Kristen and Max and Brittany are also like three of like my closest friends. Max, I talk to almost every day. Same with Ariana and Kristen. Brittany is more like we won't talk for two weeks and then we'll have a two-hour FaceTime and do tequila shots and like catch up on everything. So she's one that it's like, even if time passes, I never feel like we're not close because we have those amazing catch-ups. And then um, Lala is the one who I think we're getting back to where we were, but she's one that I really felt like turned on me, was friends with the mean girls who I wasn't really cool with at the time. And I felt like I was such a good friend to her and I always have been, and I didn't deserve the way she's been. But I've gotten a very genuine apology from her. And as soon as quarantine's done, I'm invited over to play pickleball with her, whatever that may be.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I know the, there. it seems like the two weddings that were supposed to happen are postponed.
3: So Stasi is still holding on to hope that we'll be able to be in Italy in the fall. She hasn't okay. canceled awesome. anything just yet. I think they're going to give it another month or two. But um, Lala was saying July and now she's like, we're just going to wait until it's safe for everyone. So Mm -hmm. I think she's kind of completely on hold right now. And then Stassi's holding on to hope, but they both know, you know, just with how the world is right now. And it's like, you're already with your person. You're going to be with them forever. So although this date isn't working out to put it on paper, you're still with them. That's not changing. Good point. So yeah. They, they know when true. the time is right, it'll happen. And you know, that, that day, April 18th, when Lala was supposed to get married, it was overcast. It was gloomy. It was just, she was like, oh, like that, like made her feel good too. Like maybe yeah. it's a sign that that wasn't the right day. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's crazy because July, I'm supposed to be, I'm a maid of honor for a wedding for July and I'm supposed oh. to be planning like the bachelorette for June. And I'm going, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't know about a June. Not really looking holiday. good.
3: Yeah, yeah. I know it's sad, but you know, I'm just like, look, you guys are, you're still together. It's not like, because you can't get married. You're not going to start your life together.
2: Exactly. Yeah. I agree. Yeah.
3: Everything is on
1: hold now. And hopefully people are learning lots of lessons while we're here on pause.
3: Yes. Yeah.
1: seriously. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the last thing I just want to share, Kim,
2: you want to tell her our story? <laughs> Wait, Y'all so you'll, you'll crack up. Okay. So, I think I should even tell her the prince part. Why not? Okay. Well, she, you know about the book. Yeah, Okay. So, so you know, our listeners know that we have our prince book. And um, when we first were, Ethan and I had known each other from high school, and not that well, more like acquaintances. And we started getting closer. And we didn't even know it was going to become a prince book. We just were like, we're channeling Prince, and he's giving us these assignments, and he's trying to help us. We were helping him, but he was helping us. This is like a really long story, but. He would give us these strange assignments. And he, remember that one time he told us, go to the dog brewery restaurant in like somewhere like LA or something. Remember that? And then there was like a series of assignments. And then finally he's like, I want you to go to sir. And we're like, sir. And then I told Eden, oh, I watched that show. You know, she goes, oh my God, so do I. And so he, so long story short, he has us go to sir. This was God, maybe 2016 okay yeah think, yeah and um you guys were there and so even yeah. and i are talking and eden has, has shared this before but it's kind of funny she had she had kind of seen me because i do like speaking and writing and all this stuff and she had seen me more like miss perfect and i started kind of having a meltdown because i couldn't find my daughter um at the table she was with a friend but she wouldn't communicate like it just was like it got turned around yeah but I
4: was
2: panicking so Eden's like, oh, it's so refreshing because you were so not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but so Prince told us, oh, you have to go around and just socialize and talk to people there. And Eden, for Eden. It was for me to build confidence. Wait. Yeah. Was for Eden, it's out of her comfort zone. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so Eden what happened to be walking past the bathroom and she ended up talking to you. And who else was it? So Tom Sandoval, you were sitting
1: there with Tom and Ariana Uh-huh. and I think it was just you and maybe someone else, but I don't remember who it was. And, um, I walked by and just smiled. I didn't know you, I didn't know you guys were, that was you. And then I smiled at Tom and then he stopped me. He's like, Hey, something like you want to take a picture with us. And I was like, that's weird. Okay. And and I figured, oh, you guys must get paid to take pictures with people because, like, why would he care about taking pictures with me? So, (laughs) anyway, so um, we ended up talking and um, I was like, wow, I'm really doing it. Like, Prince told me to get up and talk to people and I was talking. Then I ended up talking to you. It was the season um, after – I mean, it was after that season when – I think it was – uh, Katie was really mean to you yeah and it was some party you were at and you they yelled at you mainly Katie was yelling at you. it was Shay
3: and Carter's surprise birthday party and they were yelling at me because I was being nice to Lala and now yes. they're the ones who are bridesmaids in Lala's wedding <laughs> okay so
1: crazy how everything I changed, know. <laughs> turns around but yeah so so I was talking to you about that situation I was and at the time I was telling you you gotta step into your power and don't let her treat you like that. And and now here I am like years later, and I'm telling you that through messages in a reading. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, so I just like full circle moment. But we ended up um that night we took pictures with you. I, br- I went and got Kim from the table and we took pictures with it. With oh all my of god. So yeah, so we've met before. Oh, it that's so really, cool. it feels
2: so long ago. That feels just cuz we've we've had so much happen since then and Yeah. Um, but it is it's like almost like he wanted us to do that and then now look at like what happened. Like it's just I love that how that the world works like that.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's so crazy. Yes. And we're
1: just grateful to, you know, that you're doing this with us and, you know, to see this, to be able to see this authentic side of you is it's very refreshing and we're, uh, we're just happy to have you. <laughs>
5: okay. Yeah, And I think you should be,
2: be proud of yourself that you are just being authentic and telling it like it is and wearing your heart on your sleeve, because I think that's yeah. going to help. It's going to help a lot of people understand you. And it's also going to help a lot of other women that, Feel Not enough or feel like they're being devalued and you're you're showing them how it is to, to step into your
3: power I think that's yeah. really honorable. Thank you And Eden I have to tell you something so crazy. My mom just said she was talking to um, Her cousin Tom who's Phil's brother who's still alive. Yeah, his wife Cindy and um, she goes oh my god She goes Tom is the one who carries the lucky coin around <gasps> There is a one. There's a coin
1: yeah <laughs> oh my god
3: yeah so okay. his brother who's still alive the one who's been I mean looking for him more than anybody has the lucky coin and they said that they were just so stoked about the reading and thank you wow
5: wow,
1: oh, wow. that's so amazing yeah. she's so everywhere
3: <laughs> yeah no that was that was so cool I'm so glad we did that today
1: yeah well thank you for being you know on open and willing to do it with
3: me. Yeah. Anytime. I'm, I, I'm so all about this stuff. I believe it all. Like I know there are a lot of people out there who, you know, could probably do their research and say some things and give a general reading. Yeah. But my sister, um, when I got your message and then the email, my sister was like, Oh, no, this is legit. Like you should go through with this. And I'm so excited. Wow. Okay,
1: good. Then I must be coming off authentic, I guess, in, yes, in right? social media. Okay, yeah. that happened to us when we were trying to reach um, some people from the revolution, Prince and the Revolution. Because uh-huh. um, they, they after Prince died, they had a lot of people contact them, a lot of psychics who were trying to like do readings for them, saying that they were talking to Prince. And I was the only one that they believed. Yeah.
4: So,
1: I don't know what it is, but... I'm because you are real.
5: Yeah. <laughs> no, that's no. So,
2: okay. So Sheena,
1: so
3: tell amazing. us,
2: tell everybody where we can find you and how they can communicate with you and all of that.
3: You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, or Twitter or Snapchat at Sheena S C H E A N A. Also my podcast. I have not been consistent recently with the days I've been posting. I've been posting on Friday, but I like to post usually earlier in the week, but That is coming out every week. I have new vlogs every Wednesday. Sometimes I do a bonus one on Monday if I have a couple things I want to post. And um, yeah, Vanderpump Rules every Tuesday night. My new song just came out called One More Time. I definitely had to make sure that the um, censored version is what will go on YouTube, because I'm like, what was I thinking with these lyrics? Like, oh, (laughs) oh my gosh, but you know what? it it was a a fun time in my life it's documented and it is what it is
2: (laughs) well thank you so much yeah thank
3: you so much for being here
2: and um you were amazing and it was so fun I feel like we're all we're all girlfriends now so yeah (laughs) let's
3: stay in touch Yeah. Oh, also, I was going to say, the uh, best way to reach me, too, is um, through my community app. It's a phone number that I put out for all of my fans where they can text me. And that number is 310-299-9324. And it really is me texting back. I'm trying to be better at it. I'll usually, like, take one day where I just go through all of them. But I'm trying to do it more daily so they don't just build up. But that is directly me. I'm the only person who has that number and that app on my phone. So it really is me responding to you guys. And it is
1: because that's how I reached out to her. And she she
2: answered me. So, yeah.
3: yeah. Well, and I
1: hope
2: that uh, all the listeners listening, I hope that you all enjoyed this and that now a lot of you probably already were fans, but now you're all going to be intrigued to go watch the show. So you can see what Eden and I are talking about.
3: Yes. All right, so, thank, thank you. you.
1: Thank you. <laughs> All right, take care. All right, you bye. too. Bye. Thanks. Bye. And now, here's a word from our amazing sponsor. Hi, so I'm here with a new sponsor, and her name is Missy Fowler. Missy is an intuitive inner awareness guide and an emotion code practitioner. She is a previous guest from our podcast. And she's here today to share with us something very special that she has to offer to our audience.
5: Hi, Missy. Hello, everyone. Eden and Kim, thank you for having me here. I am so grateful for this opportunity to be here and to be of service, however that might be. So today, I would just love to offer my time. During these times of uncertainty, we're all going through our own unique experiences. Lots of feelings and emotions are going through us inside us. Through conversation, we're able to connect and check in and see what they're all connected to. So today, what I'd love to do is just offer an exclusive free 15-minute session for all your loyal Talk, Purpose, and Truth listeners. What this will entail is just having a conversation to go within to find the answers that you have within you, to get to the root of whatever it is that you are harboring inside, and just help you to release them. Wow, that sounds great. What an amazing
1: offer. I hope all of our audience members will take advantage of this. Missy,
5: tell us how can they find you? Okay, for, there's two ways you can find me. You can find me on Facebook at Missy, M-I-S-S-Y, Fowler, F and Frank, O-W-L-E-R. In the abbreviation, my maiden name is Floria. That's how you'll know it's me. And then you can text or call me at 661 513 Four 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 zero. I'm so looking forward to chatting with you all. Thank you so much.
0: For more information on Eden, go to edensustin.com. For more information on Kim, go to kimlifecoach.com. Make sure to follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. If you loved this episode, you'll love every episode. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Thank you for listening.